0: Welcome everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Al Drema Harper and welcome to the call. Thank you so much for being here. I hope everything is well in your life and in your world. I appreciate you spending time with me today. I bring you greetings from sunny, well, a little cloudy, Charleston, (laughs) Charleston, South Carolina and uh, but all is wonderful over here and again I hope all is well in your world. So first just let me introduce myself just in case this is your first interaction with me. Maybe you're listening for the first time, maybe you're listening at a live, you're listening to me live or this is a replay. My name is Aldrema Harper, Master Organizer and Productivity Coach and I help entrepreneurs and busy professionals to boost Productivity by creating systems and streamlining processes in a simplistic way that helps you to simplify your life and your business. So welcome to the Success and Productivity Series. This will be a short 15 to 20-minute call, and it is designed to encourage and empower you. We're going to cover a few scriptures and these scriptures will provide some key principles, I think, will be extremely helpful. I hope that you're at a place where you can at least jot down the scriptural references. So, And when you join the call, please don't forget to put your phone on mute. Thank you so much for being here. So today, we're talking about three reasons why there must be order in your life. Three Reasons Why There Must Be Order in Your Life. Now, today's segment was actually inspired by a devotional that I currently read, uh, and it was on last week that I read this devotional. This devotional, by the way, is by Sarah Young, 365 Daily Devotionals, and you can just pick that up at you know most bookstores, uh, Christian bookstores, Barnes & Noble, even I've seen it at the airport. Anyway... Uh, So this may even sound very familiar to you if you are actually following along in uh, that particular journal. I know a lot of people do uh, read her journals, but this one in particular was on last week and it really resonated with me because it started out by saying, and and let me just say this, the way her devotionals start out, it's, it's as if Jesus is speaking to you, it's in that voice. So... It started out by saying, do not be weighed down by the clutter in your life. If you focus too much on the petty tasks, trying to get them all out of the way, you will discover that they are endless. It goes on to say, remember that your ultimate goal, your ultimate goal is living close to me, being responsive to my initiatives. That's very, very powerful. I can communicate with you most readily when your mind is uncluttered and turned toward me. Let my presence bring order to your thoughts, infusing peace in your entire being. So today we're just going to talk for a few moments about three reasons why there must be order in your life. Three reasons why there must be order in your life. Well, we serve a God that operates in order. One of the wonderful attributes of God is that he is a God of order. In 1 Corinthians 14.33a says, For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. He always operates with purpose, vision, and order. And where there's no order, he brings order to it. Now, in the first chapter, I want to make reference to, in the first chapter of Genesis, you'll find that the earth was formless and void. God brought order to it. But he brought order and gave purpose to it all. In order for us to experience his very best, we must embrace those same attributes. He is a God of order. In order for us to live out his purpose and the assignment that he has for us, we must embrace that attribute. Now, this is very difficult when we allow a lot of clutter, a lot of noise, a lot of confusion in our lives and in our surroundings. So, the first reason that we must have order in our lives is because he's a God of order and we are created in his image. We are created in his image. Genesis 127 says, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Which means we are a reflection of his character, his creativity, his attributes. The Hebrew root of the Latin word or, or the Latin phrase for image and I hope I don't mispronounce this, Mispronounce this. but the Latin word uh, for image is imago dei, dei. Hopefully I didn't jack up the, <laughs> the pronunciation. But that simply means we are a shadow or a likeness of God. We're a snapshot. We're imprinted with God-like characteristics, and we have a responsibility and the capacity to do things and operate in a way that honors him. So we are created in his image. That is my first point of why we must operate in order and remove the clutter from our, uh, from our lives because he operates that way and we are created in his image. So let me move on to my next point. We are his ambassadors. We are his ambassadors. Now, what does that mean? Well, generally speaking, an ambassador is a reflected of, or, a, excuse me, respected official acting as a representative of a nation, an official representative of a, of a king or a government. When Paul was writing to the Corinthians, in 2 Corinthians 5.20, a, he urges all Christians to consider themselves ambassadors for Christ. He says, we are, therefore, Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us he's making his appeal through us so first we we're created in his image secondly we are his ambassadors and we're making his appeal he's making his appeal through us as an ambassador or an official representative there are certain expectations that come along with that your role my role, our role, we're expected to be consistent with the one that we represent, right? Because we're standing on behalf of, if you will, a kingdom, a king, a representative. We, we are representatives, so we are expected to uphold certain standards and consistencies. So if he operated with order, if he did things in order, and not chaotic, then we should do things the same way, right? For example, if, you, uh, if there's a cable representative or uh, someone that comes to do an installation in your home that represents a, a cable company, you have certain expectations. When you speak to an airline representative or a customer services rep, you have certain expectations you expect them to be knowledgeable of the product you expect them to be knowledgeable of the services that they represent and so forth you expect there to be some consistencies and when those expectations aren't met it leaves sort of a you know a bad taste in your mouth well the same thing happens when we are uh, misrepresenting or inconsistent with the character and the attributes of the God that we represent, right? There's a presence within us that, re- that resides inside of us that should be a, re- a reflection, a-, a level of order and excellence because we are representing a king and a kingdom, right? So, Again, my first point is we are created in his image. The second point is we are his ambassadors. The third point and the most important point, I believe, is that he gave us a blueprint to follow. If you go back and you look at first the first chapter of Genesis 1 through 31, now I'm not going to read all 31 verses, but I just want to make a point. Uh, if you go back and read Genesis 1, 1 through 31, I'll just read a couple of scriptures here. Uh, Genesis 1, 1, the first verse, first through the second verse says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, which means there was chaos. Darkness was all over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, right? There was chaos. So God brought order to this chaos. Verse 3 says, And God said, let there be light, and there was light. He saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, and that was the first day. So take a look at that. There was, this is a blueprint for us to follow. He set it up in the beginning. He thought about the fact that he created us in His image, we're going to be his ambassadors, and so he gave us a blueprint to follow, right? And th- there there should be no chaos because there's no chaos in how God in God's creation process, okay? So if you look at that scripture, there were three things that I wanted to point out in that scripture. First, he spoke it, right? He said, look at verse 3 through 5, and God said, so he spoke it. Then in verse 4, he sa- it says, God saw, right? Then he acted on it. It says he separated the light from the darkness. He called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. You see how the the pattern has been established for us there? And if you look at the verses 1 through 31, you'll see the pattern emerge there just for us so that we know that we should not be operating in chaos. If you look at each day, there's a specific pattern that was established. Look at verse 6 through 8. It says, and God said, let there be light. I'm I'm sorry, let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. So he said that. He spoke it, right? Then in verse 7, so God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. He uh, acted upon it. He saw it, and then he acted upon it, right? He called the vault the sky, and there was evening, and then there was morning. You see that there's a pattern there, right? First he said it, then he saw it, and then he acted on it. So there was no order. I mean, excuse me, there was no, there was order And there was no chaos in God's creation process, right? So each day he did a specific task uh, on certain days. He had a process. He gave us a blueprint. And if he did things in order, so should we. So I ask you. Is there order in your creation process when you're creating products, when you're creating programs, when you're writing books or when, whatever it is you're doing in your, either in your business or even if you are working for someone as an employee or you have a ministry, is there a creation process? Or is it a process or are you all over the place? If God has created us in his image, if we are ambassadors for him and he has given us a blueprint, there's no reason that we should be operating in chaos. So my time is almost up. I just wanted to make sure that I let you guys know. If you want to connect with me on Facebook, just look me up at Coach Dreamer, right? Right? And hopefully this is blessing you as much as it's blessing me. I just want to spend every Friday with you guys. This will be every Friday until God says for me to do something else, right? So... Connect with me on Facebook. Also, just to let you guys know, I'm launching the second second edition of my book in mid-January called The Seven Disciplines of Productivity, a biblical guide to productivity to help you get more done by adding more hours to your day. You can actually go and download a chapter and be notified about the release. Just go to bit.ly forward slash seven disciplines, the number seven disciplines. Lastly, You'll be able to listen to the replay if you join me a little bit later uh, on the call. You'll be able to go and listen to the replay of this recording as well as the previous recordings in SoundCloud. Just go and download the app on your smartphone and search for Coach Dreamer. If this has blessed you, don't forget to like, comment, and share. Well, this is Aldrema. Productivity is my purpose and organizing is my passion. Have a blessed day.